TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. All right, what's up, what's up? Here we are, another episode of Sports Queued Up. I am the host, Quentin Bailey, King Strong Star Radio. I'm joined by the chef, CJ, over here. What's up? Hank Russell, taking yep. time out of his busy schedule to join us. Yes, sir. How y'all doing today? Doing good, man. All Gil right. on the ones and twos over there. So, uh, two weeks since our last recording, right? We pretty much just shot the shit a little bit, you know? Uh, today, we'll talk a little bit more about the NBA, right? Because it's off and rolling a little bit, about 20 games in, getting close to that. And uh, NFL injuries, a lot of stars down. We'll talk about that. Uh, Jerry Jones trying to take over a goal against the NFL, right? We already talked. Talk, I talked about uh, a while back about him trying to put himself on the committee that was in charge of Goodell's extension, raises, anything like that, right? It's a six-owner committee. He tried to make himself the seventh member, right? So now after the Ezekiel Elliott situation, which he's finally uh, serving his suspension, uh, he wants to sue the NFL. Right over this whole situation. So, what, what do you guys take on that? Man, I, I just, uh, you know, leave it alone. You're lucky you got away with it this long. I, I think that he should uh, just accept the punishment. I really do. And and because he was all high fives when it was Tom Brady last he, year. Yeah. Great job, great job taking care, doing what you're supposed to do. Right. 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 And, and Goodell's kind of been hands off, at least uh, you know on camera, hands off with the whole situation. CJ, what's your take on? It? Does he have a ground to stand on here? Uh, no. Uh, Jerry Jones is used to getting what he wants, and I think he's just trying to exhaust every avenue to let him play as long as he can this year. You know, because I saw a report today where he came out and he said that uh, he wasn't going to sue the NFL. So whatever was going back and forth, because all of a sudden, like the old uh, 2013 video leaked out about him saying something whatever racially insensitive or whatever he said. I never saw the video. Right, you guys aware of that? Yeah, I, I heard about that. So it's funny how that comes out coincidentally while you're battling the NFL. So it was going, it was going to get ugly pretty quickly, you know. Absolutely, Hank, you got some fans out there. I man. know, man. You know, I got some, I got some young people out there, man. Don't worry for for a ph- phenomenal fee, you can actually be on the radio. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, you like I agree with CJ. You know, Goodell and Jerry Jones. I mean, they they they're going to have a hard time coexisting. But Jerry Jones. He always has gotten his way, but the problem is, is that right now is that it's more negative. Like, I mean, the guy is a revolutionary. Nobody can deny, like, you know, the guy took the XFL ideas and made it their own, and he, he quite frankly, was the biggest innovator in the way modern technology is with the NFL. But as far as this kind of stuff, this is he's it's almost like beating a dead horse at this point. Well, I don't think Jerry Jones has meant that much to the NFL. Yeah. As you just uh, laid it out I, there, yeah, I know. Look, you know, I, I understand that it's hard to, you know, to like the guy. But I mean, <laughs> ain't about liking him. Jimmy Johnson won them championships. He put that team together, okay. And Jerry Jones fired him because he wouldn't give him any credit. Right. Every time Jerry Jones starts putting his hands on the team, the team gets worse. That's what happened. It got better with Bill Parcells, right? And it was great under Jimmy Johnson. If he would have kept Jimmy Johnson, they probably would have won five Super Bowls in the nineties. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And not to mention reloading. Time after time, because Jimmy Johnson knew how to uh, put a roster together, right? Oh, absolutely. So Jerry Jones has made this team worse. Now they, they make money. So whatever aspect you want to look at from that, uh, you know, perspective, they make money, but they're never now, competitive for a championship because he's all over the place. I feel like the owner side of things, he does a phenomenal job, but just he has to. I think he has learned at this point that he just has to keep his hands off the the roster and the team. He's Owners got, don't have any place doing that stuff. So. He's gotten better at it, but right. I don't think he has any ground to stand on as far as suing the NFL. You're not going to definitely not, not. Win this battle. No, it's a leverage play. Just trying to see what he could get out of it. It's not going to happen though. Hmm. So right now, who's the best team in the NFL? Oh gosh, uh, you have to think about this. I, I, what? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles have the best record, don't they? I yeah. mean, yeah, so I mean, but at the same time, I mean. The Patriots look good, man. They do. The Patriots always look good. But you know, firsthand yesterday, right? Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, don't get me started on that right now. The defense is playing a lot better. Yeah, it, 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 it is. But the Eagles – see, here's the thing about it. Like, the Eagles is kind of the easy answer right now, but the problem is is that they still have, like, the sixth easiest schedule in the NFL. 
That's because the teams are getting worse after they play the Eagles. <laughs> They're smashing everybody. Dude, it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. My prediction was absolutely incorrect. I had them at seven and nine this season because y'all are in the second year of a re- rebuilding process. The and y'all best are best defense in the division. Yeah. They may be the best defense in the conference. I, I, I wouldn't argue with you. I really wouldn't. Not at this That's point. That's why they're the best team in the league because of their defense. Yeah, th- there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. We're, and we're in week, what, 12 now or 13? What is it? What, what, Heading to 12, yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, so I, it's kind of far-fetched for me even to but, say that. But let's say definitely the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the second-best team? Who's, who's the team that has the best chance of knocking them off in Philadelphia? The maybe, Rams, the Saints, maybe, the Vikings. Saints. Saints is – the my head. Do, do you trust the Saints more? Because I hear a lot of people saying the Saints now. Yeah. They've won eight in a row, right? Right. That's only been done one time in the NFL history after the team started 0-2, and that was the Dallas Cowboys in 1993. Now, you got to put an asterisk by that because Emmitt Smith set out them first two games. Yeah. You know, but so they're playing really good football. Right. Same as the Eagles, though. The defense has really you know, yeah. turned it around, and they're playing a lot better. And I think they're just playing a totally different style of yeah. Saints football. Their running game is crazy. I Abs- know, right? Absolutely. They can beat you either way. They're playing like Breeze is going to retire. But this having game. said all that, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, not at all. But having said all that, I think the reason the Saints are the popular pick is because you trust Drew Breeze more than you trust the other quarterbacks. We're talking about Jared Goff or uh, uh, Case Keenum. Or I'm a Sean Payton guy. So, yeah, yeah I, I believe Payton, given you know the necessary time to put a game plan together, can beat most coaches. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that one, CJ. I, the thing about, you know, like I said, I, there's got to be some sort of momentum going down there in the Saints. Because for the record, I hate the Saints. They're like the team I hate the most out of any t- team. So I'm, I'm only giving credit where credit's due. But, man, I, it's almost like that they're saying, like, okay, Breeze is what, 37? Is he 37 now, 38? Somewhere around there. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, let's face it. This is probably going to be his last year in the NFL, and they're playing like it right now. I mean, I don't think it's his last year. And, no. You know the fact that he's five foot ten, five foot eleven, and he's still an NFL quarterback. That's still pretty impressive. I mean, you know, he's I, a Hall of Famer. He is. You know I mean? Oh, he, shoot, he was but a that's the reason I think everybody thinks the Saints are the uh, best team to knock off the Eagles is because you trust their quarterback and coach situation more than you trust the other teams that are in the mix. Right? Is are the Dallas Cowboys done? No, they're not done, but they're they're not going to the playoffs. They're not they're not going to the playoffs. They'll they'll get a couple more victories under their belt because they they might even beat the Raiders. I mean, I, I could see them beating the Raiders. The Raiders aren't a very good football team right now. CJ, what do you think? Dallas I think done? they're close to done. I mean, it's right there at it. Uh, Ten and six can get you in. A lot of it depends on Tyron Smith coming back. Yeah, I think that's a big huge deal. You see, Atlanta really exposed that too that first week. So, uh, yeah. Probably done, though. Not making the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're outside looking in. The NFCs, it's really thick right there in those wild card area to the teams not making it in. So I would say anywhere from, what, four through ten, pretty close, something like that. Yeah. You know? Because everybody's forgetting about Carolina sitting there. They're mm-hmm. going to get Greg Olson back. Yeah. Right? They're playing better and better. Yeah. They'll get a, they might get a wild card spot, that's for sure. That's I mean – I think it's crazy. That team's better without Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, I, it makes sense, though, because right. you put more speed on the field. Because mm-hmm. you already got Funches, who's a bigger receiver, and even faster than Benjamin was, right? Right. Then you put some more speed on the field. But when you get Greg Olson back, that's been Cam Newton's number one target his whole career. Right. So when you get him back, I think Carolina could be very dangerous if they're healthy. Right? Absolutely. That's, that is the big factor is health. And- they can I, still win that south. I like them adding the pass-catching running back as another dimension, you know, yeah, through the Kamor, draft. Uh, no, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Kamara for the Saints, yeah. but uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great pickup. Yeah, I, I liked it when they picked mm-hmm. him up. Oh no doubt. They needed just another playmaker. Somebody yeah. could make something happen. So, oh, I agree, hundred percent. Second best team in the AFC, Steelers. It's mm. hard to go past them, right? I say Steelers for sure. It's hard. Yeah. Kansas City's falling off. That's another yeah. team. I like their defense. The Steelers' defense is really good. It's playing really I, yeah. well. If you had asked me a week ago, I would have said Kansas City still, but no, no, I think it's the Steelers. You can't say Kansas City at this point. No, not at this point. It's impossible to. They're, they're falling off, and even to the point that the Raiders, who are doing really badly right now, they might still win their division. And it's funny because that was supposed to be the best division in all of football, the AFC West. And it's one of the worst right now. Yeah, I know. yeah it's and getting it, worse and worse. It's been the best division for the past six years. All yeah, it's and not all. been the best division. No, not this year though. No, not this year. Yeah, I don't think at any point. I don't know since maybe Joe Montana was in Kansas City. No, I would go. <laughs> no, well, wait a second. Wait a second. You tend, maybe to, forget, you tend to forget one thing about the AFC West though. Three years ago, they made they had three teams make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then last year they had two teams make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and, and you know. 
and it's been and it's been at least two teams making the playoffs in the AFC West for the past six years. So even like oh, other than the Chargers, yeah, that's because the Raiders and the Chargers always had like four wins. Yeah, exactly. So they loaded up on them. But that's, I mean, I'm not saying they suck, you know, but they ain't right. been the best division for six years. That that that's, that's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I see what you're saying as far as outside competition. Now that makes sense. Coming in though, that division looked really strong, it did. and it, did. it doesn't look strong. Raiders anymore, disappointing. So. Kansas City falling yeah. off. Denver Paxton Lynch is going to start this Sunday. Right. Right. And I, so. Denver's tapping out, man. I think they're. I saw them quit year. against the Eagles. Right. Paxton is not ready. He's not ready. He'll never be ready. No, he look. If he's he, not ready at this point. He's never going to be ready, man. Yeah, know, I say if he doesn't show it, what he can do uh, the rest of this season, then you have to go, uh, go ahead and assume that he's and not an I, NFL quarterback. I, I was talking to Josh Vanelli about this not too long ago uh, about why Paxton won't make it, and the biggest problem that he has is when the pocket starts closing, he looks at his feet to work on his footwork, and that's not what, something that an experienced quarterback is supposed to do. You're going to get your head knocked off and, quite frankly, get paralyzed when you put your head down like that. Who do they have this week? Who? Denver. Hell, I don't know. I'm I, just I, interested I, to see who he has to go against, you know what yeah. I mean, how he, how he plays. So. Hopefully it's not too tough of a matchup for a young quarterback. Get a little confidence going. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I couldn't. Have it? Hold up. Uh, Denver plays the Raiders. Mm. So, Paxton is going to start against the Raiders. Wait a second. The Ra- I saw where they fired Ken Norton. So the Raiders still Did had even, de- defensive coordinator for the Raiders, yeah. Yeah, so the Raiders still hadn't even got a bye week yet. That's the thing about it. You know, we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're you know, for those listening at home, I'm a huge Oakland Raiders fan, but you know, the the, the huge bye week that's supposed to be coming up here. What what are we in week thirteen or something like that? So I thought we'd already had it, but still, yeah. No, I don't think it's going to save you guys. I don't think it is. You still don't have an interception this year, right? Mm. Only team in the NFL without a pick. Mm. You didn't get one Sunday. No, we didn't get one Sunday. Or uh, against the, uh, Tom Brady, so that still stands. Yeah, that still stands. Absolutely, it's y'all. Y'all are the most one of the most disappointed teams I've seen in we, a long time. We were, spo- you know, it's funny because we were supposed to win not just our division, but we were supposed to win the entire conference this year. You know, the most popular pick was the Raiders going into this. You're year. pretty. I remember you were pretty. I, it, that I, was I, the best not- team of all time. Last podcast we did. Uh, wait a second. Well, look, look, I wasn't. Look, here's. The I'm deal. just giving you a hard yeah, time. Yeah, no, 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 no. Here, yeah. Here's the funny thing is that like I was being humble until that night, and then all of a sudden, like you know, then all of a sudden we started declining because the last time we did this uh, together, it was like what September 12th or something like that. We were only in week one or two, and it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We the NFL just started up, and we had won two in a row, and I was like, yes, we're finally gonna get there. It's you know? so teeth. Uh, teeth. It's so tough when your team is good. Yeah. And, and because you just feel like as soon as you start admitting that they're good that it's going to bite yeah. you. In the butt. I don't like other yeah. Eagle fans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody's going to find out. I know. The I, jinx is going to be in. I so know. I was like, you got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all that being said, I like what the Raiders have going forward. You know, I think they need to make some changes here and there. I, Maybe, uh, you know, beef up the defense for sure. Well, but, you well, know. Well, one thing that the Raiders – the uh, the Titans, uh, uh, the uh, Buccaneers, a few others. What they all have in common right now is that they're all fourth year, uh, third and fourth year quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and their styles are getting figured out now, and right. their offensive lines are getting picked apart and dissect way too much, and that's how the why a lot of these teams are having problems right now. That's the one thing I worry about the Eagles is that Carson Wentz is only in his second year, and he's having this phenomenal season, and I'm afraid that that's going to make him vulnerable next year. To being a top target. If he wins Super Bowl, I don't care. Yeah, hey, uh, hey. No, that's right. Take it when you can, man. You, you know, that's a There's good no point. guarantee you get back, man. I thought with McNabb, I would get at least two or three opportunities at it, man. And I only got one. It's, and you always expect it to come right back because your team's so good. NFL changes so much year to year. There's very few. Let me throw this. Let me, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, you're fine, dude. I'm going to throw this at y'all. The NFL injuries this year, right? Yeah. Star players. Everywhere, a lot of ACLs. I, I don't know if it has something to do with the new field that they're using, yeah. turf, whatever they got going on. Right. But a lot of ACL injuries. Okay, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Of course, with the broken ankle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I wonder if he's done crying about that yet. Probably not. After yeah. Gordon Hayward, you got to shut up, right? JJ <laughs> uh, Watt, right? Yeah. Huge ACL, right? Yeah. Deshaun Watson, huge ACL. Yeah. Right? Sam Bradford, something with his fucking knees. I don't yeah. know. I mean, that thing's been injured since, like, 2002. <laughs> oh, jeez. Since week one, David Johnson's been out. Right. right. He has been out since week one. I forgot about that. Andrew Luck hadn't played all year. Well, right? yeah. Absolutely. And then you got Sh- Sherman and Chancellor out for Seattle, right? 
That's another team I think might be close to being done. Yeah, I think so. I, I think yeah. oh they've been they were done they were done after week five. How about Atlanta staying in there? Right? Yeah, Atlanta. They're figuring it out. I think Sarkeesian is uh, starting to get his thing going with them, and they seem to be heading the right direction. Hell yeah! I think that's another team. Their defense is a little, you know, they can come to play. I don't think they're a good defense necessarily. They got good players. On they got defense. good players. I love yep. Deion Jones. Yeah, Deion Jones is a good linebacker. Claiborne, you know. As a pass rusher. All right, let me ask you guys this. The Buffalo quarterback situation. Uh, Tyrod Taylor didn't do anything to lose his job, but you lose, you get your ass whooped by the Jets and the Saints at home, right? Right. Saints are a good team. Yeah. But 47-10 is just un- unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Right, home or uh, on the road. They bench him. They put in the rookie Peter Moose, a fifth-round draft pick, right? Yeah. I knew nothing about him, right? Uh, five picks in the first half. Mm-hmm. Two of them were on him. Like, there was a couple tips and batted up, whatever, right? Right. Uh, one drop into an intercept. So, it wasn't all on him, but five picks. And Tyrod's only thrown three the whole season. Yeah. Up until that point, you know? That's yeah, so absurd, man. Do you understand why Buffalo did this, right? I think they're uh, tapping. They're another team that's just playing for next year. Uh, if they weren't, they wouldn't have traded Marcel Darius. Yeah, I'm, I'm like CJ. I think they're doing more of a grooming process. I mean, this is they know that their season is not going to be as successful as they wanted it to be. And but you're one game out of the playoffs. You ain't made the playoffs in 20 years. Yeah, I, but but they're up. They were talking about this. They were talking about this on another radio station. I'm not going to miss. And, and their schedule is extremely tough for the rest of the season. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they got booted out of it. I thought they had an easy schedule, but uh, going back, I think that was an upper management thing and not a. Head coach decision. Well, I can't see him. I'm saying this, being in that position, deciding to go with. A I think we all like Tyrod Taylor. Absolutely, right? oh, I'm a big oh, 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 absolutely. Yeah, he's not going to win you a championship. No. So you want to see what you got with your rookie before you go into the offseason? I understand that, but you're 20 years removed from your last playoff appearance. The uh, <clears throat> Music City Miracle, right? Right. That was the last Buffalo play. In, Those fans in the need something, man. You're right. Yeah. It's a long drought. Yeah, yeah it is. But not even – and to get this close, you were the sixth seed going into Sunday. Yeah. You know, and, man, that's, you laid an egg against uh, the Chargers. That, that's, what, that, that's what makes the NFL interesting. One game could knock you from, you know, sixth to, you know, twelfth very easily. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a – because there's so much parity right now. Parity, like, like yeah. You, but, but if you're Buffalo, you see right now the quarterback of the future is not on your roster right now. No. So you found that out Sunday. Now moving forward, excuse me. Now moving forward, uh, you just go with Taylor. You try to win as many games as you can because they've traded away a lot of draft picks. Mm-hmm. You know, in the offseason with the uh, Jordan Matthews, Kelvin Benjamin trades, uh, the Darby trades, the trade they made with the Rams, yeah. the wide receivers. They've given up a lot of draft picks. You know what I mean? Did so, they accrue any with those Sammy Watkins? Yeah, I yeah, guess I don't know how it turned they, out. I think their high yeah. picks are gone though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, had to I don't see why you'd want to lose then. Yeah, you should want to win if yeah. if you if you don't own your own first round pick, you know. So I don't think they're tanking. Mm-hmm. I think you just had to see if your quarterback in the future. This was the opportunity to see who you had. Yeah, you got right. Oh, yeah. After these two points of struggling against the Jets and the uh, Saints, unfortunately, so. you have to take that risk. That's it's not it's not necess- it's not always necessary, but you have to take that risk if you're going to fill out who's going to be, especially if you're not 100. percent Absolutely. All right, we're going to shift it. I watched baseball a lot in the 90s, right? Yeah, who did? Uh, after Sosa and McGuire era kind of wind down, I kind of quit watching baseball uh, as closely as I did, right? So it's, all the Hall of Famers that are up now for induction, um, all the nominees are from the era that we watched. I see Chipper Jones is up, right? Uh, Barry Bonds is still up, right? Uh, Trevor Hoffman, guys like that. All these guys are up for the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to ask you this. How do you decide who gets in from the steroid era? Because they've already made, obviously, a stance that you're not going to allow anybody from that era, the superstars, to get in. McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, whoever. Right. right. Roger Clemens, right? You're not going to allow them in. So how do you pick and choose? Because Ken Griffey got in last year, right? right. Deservingly so. Absolutely. I don't really have a problem with the ones that were doing steroids, at least not the ones that were doing later in their career. You know, I mean – 
Now, now Sosa and you know McGuire, yeah, I had a problem with because they broke records on their steroids. But somebody like Rafael Palmero, you know, I don't know if you remember him. He was with the yeah, I remember him. Orioles, Cubs. He was he was all around the yeah, place. Texas Rangers, yeah, yeah. I, White I, Sox, all that stuff. I know, I, I, yeah, I, I saw him with the Texas Rangers when I was a little boy. But somebody like Rafael Palmero, I don't judge him for taking steroids late in his career because it's kind of hypocritical. Because I'm gonna tell you this, I'm gonna tell you from this point of view, I'm gonna tell you why it don't bother me about Sosa and McGuire, right? Right. They saved baseball. They did. And baseball knew this was going on. Absolutely. And they allowed it until later on, once they got everything rectified, right? Right. So that's what I had a problem with. You knew what they were doing. Yeah. And it saved your sport. Without Sosa McGuire, I don't know where we would be right now after that 94 strike. Right. And, and, and currently, baseball is a territorial sport now. I mean, let's think about it. It still has its popularity, but like – Unless you're like in the St. Louis Cardinals territory, you you don't watch baseball except the St. Louis Cardinals. And but you're right, Sosa and McGuire they saved it. They made baseball interesting again. They did. I, I like how I flipped you to agreeing with me. Just that quick, man. Yes, you, you gotta stick to your guns, Hank. You you know what? But you know what? Hey, I reserve the right to change my mind. You know that's you know that's my catchphrase. I think you let all those guys in, I agree. and it just has to be understood <laughs> that people cheated during that era. So Astridge, yeah. Yeah, I do think uh, Hank brought up an interesting point about the records. Maybe that should be something that gets nullified. Oh, if that's the case, Roger, Roger Maris would still be the home run king, and I agree. I I think it should still be like that myself. But who's to say what Roger Maris was doing back in the day, though? You know, Roger Maris was smoking four packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. He was smoking four packs of cigarettes I, a day. I, and I raising. know this: that Barry Bonds is the best player I ever saw Barry. before the '72 home run season. Yeah. He was the best player that I ever saw. Lightning quick. I mean, you know, and you, steroids can't make you that quick at that. Or, he, or they can't make you that quick, but he was 26 when he was still sealing bases and stuff like that, and he went on steroids then. He was the best of both both worlds and, you know, two different sides of the coin. You yeah. know, early in his career, he was a, a faster guy. Right. You know, made those kind of plays, and then later in the career, power guy. So He was 30-30 every year. But he was best yeah. of, of each you know, best of being fast and running around doing all those things and right. also hitting the home run. So Yeah, he was. I, I, so you say let them all in. Yeah, just let them in, man. Right. I don't think you can uh, if you played from this prove year one year. way or the other. Like, even with Griffey, I mean, he never got caught. I don't think he cheated, but who's to say? Yeah, and you know? You, and you say you just pick and choose. Right. Right. All right. Right, right. We'll just go with that. We'll I say go. you just hey, ask yourself, was he a Hall of Fame player? Right. And then if the answer that pops in your head is yes, then you put him in the fucking Hall of Fame. You know, right. uh, you know what? Yeah, all right. If you take away – if you can get out of that file cabinet, the drug use, the steroids, all that stuff, like somebody like Daryl Strawberry would have been in years before he got it. You know, so I'm cool with that. I, I can see that. Don't screw what goes on off the field. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to stick a needle in their ass, that's their business. Well, I, I'm just saying for that era. Like right now – I would be against uh, Alex Rodriguez getting in because he constantly failed after getting opportunity and after the rules changed, and he was still failing until the end. Right. So you're a pick-and-choose guy then? No, I'm not. I'm saying after, I'm saying you pick and choose what the era is that the steroid era is. Right. And that's what you evaluate the guys by, right? Yeah, kind of that, not, see what you're saying. Kind of that 95 to 2002 era is what I think you're getting at. So, yeah. Because I, I, I can see where you're coming from that because after 2005, was it four or five when they – Started enforcing it a little bit more. I mean, that's when. I, don't know. I think if you penalize one player for using steroids, you have to do it across the board. Yeah, just let them in or not let them in based on their 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 merits, their their playing merits. So I just think if you get caught now while rules in place, yeah, you're you should be in more trouble than when there was no rules. Oh, absolutely. And Hall of Fame is a luxury, anyways. You know what I mean? It's not like we're taking away their right to play baseball or something like that. You no, know? no, but they do get a pension for it or a bigger oh, wow. pension for it, mm-hmm. and you earn your name to live forever you know right I mean? yeah like there's no way barry bond should ever be forgotten oh uh, right? no no i i respect barry for what he did before obviously he was a prick and you know he he would he would kiss the cross and then point to the sky and then be a dick to everybody but you know isn't that the name of a kanye west song doesn't he have a song called barry bonds here's another hit barry bonds <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. never we'll always remember barry bonds <laughs> kanye uh, and lil wayne uh, Collabo uh, on uh, <laughs> on on face on uh, Facebook Live. We have somebody that says a couple are already uh, in. So precedent is set. Uh, was, is that what Mike said? Roberts? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. To juice the ball. That's a step. That's another. Uh, that's right another there. interesting point. Oh, oh, is he? Yeah. That's uh, another good point, though. He brings up they juice the ball. Yeah. You know, so they were hoping to break the records, anyways. You know, I think they kind of let it go. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah, I remember so, when Brady they didn't crack down until after they got what they wanted out of it. When Brady Anderson hit fifty home runs, I knew something was up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no doubt. I was like, damn. I agreed with that. All right. So we're gonna move on to the NBA a little bit, right? No, first I'm gonna bring up uh okay, go ahead. what's his face? Uh Baker Mayfield. Grabbing his crotch. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen his punishment? Yeah, he doesn't get to start. Yeah. He doesn't get to be first captain. Two possessions or whatever. Uh, yeah, all because he doesn't get to Yeah, and the, the what was it? The coach was behind him crying like a baby about it because he doesn't get to start for the first I'm like, what does that mean? He doesn't get to come out the tunnel or something like that? What what's the big deal? Meaningless punishment. The backup quarterback comes in, hands the ball off, and then he comes in the game. They, you know? they pretty much a smack on the crotch. That's it. Right. It's, two, it's two series, though. It, it, yeah. Two series? Yeah. Two, oh. two whole series? I, yeah. I thought he just didn't start the but, game. I don't know. Yeah, but still, you know, like, why, why even put that punishment out there if it's only going to be two series? It's, so is it too stiff of a punishment for what he did? Of course not. Uh, I've, I've, stiff? <laughs> no. Uh, I think uh, it, the punishment's fine, I guess. It, it looks like they lo- the – Kansas players lost their captainship after snubbing him at the beginning of that game. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that part of it. I didn't either. Mm. Oh, jeez. I don't know if that was worth mentioning. Since last time we was on, uh, was Butch Jones fired yet? I don't believe so. I don't think he was. Yeah, it seems new-ish. He's dead now. I mean, he's he's got – he gone. He's gone. And it was funny, like, a few days later, I heard on, like, F100 or something. He was talking about uh, this he is was FM one hundred. Yeah, man, you whatever. are forty years old, aren't you? No, I'm, I'm getting close, man. With, hey, man. with Tom Preston Jacobo hey. on FM one hundred, it's the best of the seventies, eighties, and nineties. But uh, anyways, and dude was talking about it on there. He was talking about uh, how Bush Jones was sighted down in Oxford eating breakfast at some place. He's like, you see a dude with the crew top and a red face, like he was yelling at somebody. That's him. That's your next coach. <laughs> That's not Ed Orgeron. Let me ask y'all something. Mike Norvell's name was dropped in the equation. Do you think? Do you think he'll get the job for Tennessee? Yeah. No, they're going to want to make a bigger splash than that. The, I mean, you think about it. Virginia, Virginia, uh, West Virginia. You know, or Virginia Tech, or whatever. They, they're having a pretty good. You know, I see them snatching an NFL type name. Big somebody, name. Chip maybe, Kelly. Yeah, somebody didn't make it in the NFL or something like that. Oh man, they need the fan base needs that man. Something to. They don't need a, a under the radar, under the radar assistant coach kind of guy. They right, need, right. They need a big name, like like Gruden or somebody like that. So Gruden was the first person that popped in my head. Gruden so. was the first person that popped in my head, but he's not going to take it. He, I don't think he, he did in last time. He's he's. I don't know. Like that's the thing about it. Gruden's got a sweet gig, man. Yeah, he that's what I'm saying. It. Yeah, he loves it. So, dude, I would rather be doing that than being a coach. Okay, and that's just my opinion, though. But. I, I don't. I don't see. Like, why does he need to go to the field of battle? He's got his. He's got his accolades. He's got a ring. Right. He's got his thing. I mean, I love watching those things of him sitting down with a quarterback and like oh my breaking God. down their game. It's yes. the best, man. The one he did with uh, Paxton was great. He it gave really him was. that shirt, which I forgot what it was like banana spider, like whatever, yeah. whatever play they run a bunch. Right. I, I love it when he did Johnny Manziel and exposed him for how dumb he truly was. Yeah, didn't he? I think he made him a ball with no laces on it so he could practice not having to use the laces. Oh, my God. Manziel was guessing the whole time during that conversation. It was just extreme. Like You could tell that Manziel was he, – he did every, he played on his gut feeling. He didn't play with that space between his ears. I think Gruden misses the competitive fire of you know being a coach. So, you know. I don't think that ever leaves you if you're yeah. – uh, a competitor on any type of level, I don't think that fire ever leaves you. You know what I mean? I don't think it does either, but you see the way he is when he does his show. I mean, he is still kind of competitive. And if you're Gruden, can you trust ESPN to, you know, keep you employed yeah. at this point? You know, yeah, that's, that's, a point. Very, that's a very yeah. intelligent question. That's a good point. But we're going to shift it to the NBA, fellas. All right. So uh, I've been impressed with Philadelphia, Simmons, and uh, Abid. I had no idea they were that Joel good. Joel Embiid, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I knew Joel Embiid was going to be something. I didn't think Simmons was. I didn't think he, Simmons would translate this quickly. Yeah. I thought it would take a little while before his game. would. I didn't think he'd be getting triple doubles and this this sort of thing this quick. He's balling. NBA guru Darnell Fisher, he, he told me, man, Simmons and dude, when they get on the court, 
I think he needs to make an appearance on the podcast before we bring his I've name up. I've been hitting up. him up every week. <laughs> before we bring his name up again. <laughs> I've been hitting him up every week, man. Yeah. Darnell, get on the show, man. Detroit's looking pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah doing all right. I'm talking about the Lions. Like, oh. the, he has no reason to hide. Oh. Even the Rams are good. He was just a year off on that thing. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But he missed it. You never go in on Jeff Fisher. That could never be your job. <laughs> no. But uh, Boston 16-2, I think they won like 14 or 15 in a row, whatever it is. 16 in a row. Cleveland's won, I guess, four in a row now because now they moved up 10-7. and seven. Uh, So everybody was like, Cleveland's struggling. Cleveland does not give a damn about October no. and November. Neither does Golden State. They don't care. They've only got four losses or whatever. You know, they played really well. I think what the Celtics, are, are, what the Celtics have done is really, really impressive, though. It seems like a little under the radar almost, though. Like not a lot, a lot of people talk about it. No, it, it, it's it's because they really like you know I don't know if they're trying to avoid the Gordon Hayward situation that happened the first game or it's like Kyrie is is a name but at the same time he's not like he's not as box office as people think he is. I mean, I'm least, a Kyrie yeah. guy. So. I know I am too. I'm just saying yeah. he's a really good player. Yeah. Um, he's play, I mean he's playing outside of his mind. He right is. Now. Right. He, he is. dropped 47 he, last night or yeah. whatever. Yeah, in overtime. Oh, yeah. He, he, and they were down most of the. The game, so he, he's showing he has more than just good handles. He's starting to facilitate. He's starting to, you know, he's he's turning into a court general. He's a really good player. This is why I think they're not focusing on Boston. Unless they're not really talking about Cleveland a whole whole lot. No. Golden State either, right? Right. Who are they talking about? The Greek freak, right? Right. Who are they talking about? Uh, Philadelphia with the two young guns, building yeah. new stars. You know I mean? Yeah, they're building. They're talking about the other guys, right. so we won't have to worry about Cleveland, Golden State four until at least we get the March, right? It's smart business. I mean, especially if you want to develop some parity in the league. You've got to. LeBron's old. Right? Yeah. So you got to start looking. You want to put New York out there because Porzingis is a stud. Right. right. He is him and the Greek freak to me, along with now with seeing what Ben Simmons is doing at 6'11". Yeah. That's the future of the NBA. And the Greek what freak. What they do. And, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, he might actually win the MVP this year. A lot of people don't realize you that. you got to make the playoffs. You, right. got, you do have to make the playoffs. I agree with that. But, I, I, but that's the thing about it. It's the East. It's possible. Right now, the MVP is James Harden. Right, without yeah. a doubt. I was about yeah, to probably I, so. I was leading scoring and assist. I was I was about to say actually my pick to win the whole the whole kick caboodle if it was set up in December would be the Houston Rockets. I right thought now. that Chris Paul was a bad fit for them for what they were trying. I thought they were like no, yeah. He hasn't played though. Yeah, he played a few games right the last couple a games. Co- a couple. Yeah. They've yeah. been rolling without him right uh, essentially for the last month. You well, know what I mean, well, you know, and, and I, I agree with you, Q. The only thing I don't the only thing that might contradict that would be the fact that like he's one of the best mid range jumper. Jump shot shooters in the league. Who's that? Still, talk about uh, Chris Paul. They can still get acclimated. Yeah, I just don't see it. I still do not see how they could beat Shared. Golden State in a in a seven game series. Right, right. I don't see it. I'm kind of. I'm very intrigued with the Celtics. So I'm going to go back to that. Okay. Yeah. Just just because of what they've done so far, and considering that they have an entire new starting five, like a lot of that team's different. Like Gordon Hayward's out. Yeah, they never had Gordon Hayward for any of this. So. It's really – I think it's super impressive. They're a they good know. team. Yeah, they are. Very they were number good. one in the East last year. They yeah. were. And they have a, a whole new team, and they're still doing it. But when teams get healthy, like the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm taking Cleveland to go to the finals. I probably will, too. I'll have to see more of the season. It's still young yet. There's no way he's going to let Kyrie put him out. No, right? no. Yeah. No chance. If Kyrie does, man, that's ooh, what the legend. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was gonna switch gears, but y'all go ahead. I was I was gonna say, uh, what do y'all think about the Thunder this year, man? I, the I was just about to ask their struggles. Yeah, yeah, what is going on with? Well, I know what's going on. Melo is just made twenty fourth. You know, last month he made twenty fourth highest score of all time. You know, what I'm saying. But what does he have? What is it that he that he has in common with himself? How you doing? Is that he is the guy that never. Uh, He's the guy that like he never makes anybody better around him. Like the the farthest he's ever gone has been to the Western Conference Final with the Denver Nuggets. He didn't. He never went to the. He hardly ever went to the playoffs with the New York Knicks. He never made anybody better around him. And it's no different than Oklahoma. Let's team. say this: uh, when he had Chauncey Billups in Denver, that was a really good basketball team. Chauncey Billups got hurt. Carmelo Anthony until his last year in Denver, yeah. never lost to a lower seed in the yeah. playoffs. Oh yeah, well Chauncey Billups is a top twenty-five point guard of all time. Anyway, he's a great player. My opinion of the Thunder, I just feel like it's not meshing well, you know, and maybe just take a while to make that happen. Yeah. When do but, you wait to be like, okay, this isn't working? I got to make a move. I mean, you can't wait too much longer, but you, you're, you're you're invested pretty heavily. So I mean, I think they need a team around Westbrook similar to what 
hard hard hats, guys that can yeah. shoot the basketball. You just need shooters, man. Open that floor up and let him go crazy driving to the Because I think Westbrook's trying too hard to be unselfish. You're right. Yeah. That he's not playing. Totally he's putting right. up good numbers. Yeah. But he's not being himself. Well, and right. George really, to me, in my opinion, is the guy is the guy on that team right now. I think Paul George is – he's the one getting most of the shots, obviously, because of Russell being so unselfish. But at the same time, he's making them. He's making good decisions. You know, he's the highest scorer on the team. You know, and he and he's starting to bulk up on his defense a little bit. I think Paul George is the best player on that team. I, right no, now. Westbrook's the best player in the league. That's not LeBron James. Yeah, well, that's my opinion. Been saying it for two I, years. I like Durant. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's splitting hairs. No, yeah. Well, nobody's perfect. I think it's a matter of taste when you get that close. You know, it is. And we hadn't even gotten past the what four week mark of the NBA yet. So I mean, yeah, it's still pretty early. Oh, actually, no. We have. We have. We've got. Well, we're, t- we're we're creeping up on twenty games. Here. I like that they started the season earlier. I do too. Yeah. Take take away those back to backs. Yeah. How are the Grizzlies doing? You, you're up close and personal. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the. Here's the deal with the Grizzlies. You know, they just lost last night because they were struggling before Conley got hurt. Right. So that's not a really a reason. Where, and was well, Conley that, already hurt though? Here, maybe, but that's on coaching because we're deep at that position. Here's right. here's the biggest issue with the Grizzlies right now, is that there's no communication on the floor. Number one. Number and I'll explain that one here in a second. Number two, you've all right, Ben McMore just came back, right? And that team is young now. You know, the Grizzlies are young now. And you're talking about developing picking a bunch of guys and then adding in another guy and expecting to have a bunch of chemistry with a bunch of guys that are too young to understand what it's like and how to develop chemistry. And the fact that they're missing their defensive assignments, they're not talking to each other when they're doing their switches. I mean, that was the thing that Tony Allen was the king of, was communicating like, yo, I got Barbosa, I got Draymond Green. That They don't communicate with each other. They're too quiet out there. Yeah, and that's because you lose your identity. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're a different team now. So Hopefully they get it ironed out, man. That Conley was playing like crap even before he Con- was officially out. Kyler Parsons has played better. Yeah. Way better, yeah. Conley – Achilles has been bothering him for over three weeks now. I think that's why he's been playing like crap. Conley's always hurt, though. He is. Every year. That's why the question was whether or not you give him that money. You're right. He's. But what else are you going to spend the money on? It's, yeah. it's not. You got to pay him. You had to. It's, yeah, you had to, number one. And number two, a lot of people don't realize this about him. Like When you see him up close and personal, even if you're like in the nosebleed section, hardly any other player plays harder than Conley with the – the talent level that I he has. I love Conley. Yeah, I'm not trying to shit on him or anything. Right, right. Yeah. Like, Russell Westbrook plays harder than anybody, right? But he's also the most talented guy he's in gifted, the NBA yeah. that's not named LeBron James, as Q likes to say. But Conley is, without a doubt, the hardest – behind him, the hardest-playing guy in the NBA, in my opinion, because he doesn't have the talent that somebody like Russell Westbrook has. He's a top-10 point guard in the NBA, but he's the guy that still can't make the All-Star. And that's guy. the best position in the NBA. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So you brought up the question about the Thunder. How long do the Grizzlies wait to decide to blow this thing up? Man, I ought to already trade Marcus All. Yeah. Okay. I, I ought to try to load yes. up. I ought to pull the trigger on that Boston thing somehow, getting what's his face Tatum in a draft pick yeah. and calling it a day. I'd have been cool with that, you know? Right. They should have been, you're absolutely there. They should have been uh, traded uh, Marcus All, especially right now. He's, he just turned 33. You know, his value is still pretty high. He's hitting all star numbers. He's still a good player. He's but playing, like, yeah. but he's right playing now, a good ball. It's right, just not his fault. Right now is when you're going to get the most for him. Right. Like you said, he's 33. He's right. not going to get younger. He's going to get older. Right. right. So he's going to start to decline his uh-huh. athleticism, which is a big part of his game. Yeah. You know what I mean? At some point, he's going to be a spot-up shooter. Right. You know, but uh, they need to tr- right now is the, you'll get the most for him. That's why you got to pull the trigger You can't right wait now. much longer, especially if you see that this isn't going to happen. The city's going to cry and not like it. Don't worry about them. You know what I'm saying? Do what's best for the future. Right. And Marcus Saul is not the future. He's not going to win you a championship. We've gotten eleven seasons out of him. That's pretty good. You know, that, that's pretty. Or this is what, yeah, uh, tenth or eleventh season right now. I mean, we've gotten a lot out of him. And the fact is, he's thirty three. I mean, he, he completed college. That's why he's been. In the, that's why he's only been in the league for a little bit because he actually graduated from college and he started in the league at twenty two years old. So the fact that we're getting him for this long, just be grateful for that, and then don't worry. Like I said, you're like you said, worry about the future. Because we are going to be in a transition in the next two or three years anyway, and Mark will be too old by then. I think you got to dunk Conley also. I wouldn't go Especially with all that money. I wouldn't go that far. It's a money thing, man. If you're going to go young, what does it do to why, – why do you need to keep him? He's still under 30. He's under 30, but are you going to be good by the time he's at the end of his prime, you know? 
Right. Well, I don't think so. Not if you decide to trade a Gasol and start over. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. Let me ask you guys this: Lonzo Ball walked away from a scuffle on the court, right? Yeah. I think it was against Phoenix. Phoenix is like a feisty. It's, De- it's Devin Booker. They're pissed off. It's Devin yeah. Booker. Yeah. It's Devin Booker. I like it. I, I like it too. It, it gives it makes it interesting, but Devin it Booker gives yourself a gimmick even if you can't win games. Yeah. <laughs> Devin Booker's an emotional lesbian. I mean, he put up seventy one. Yeah, Lonzo Ball walks away from the scuffle. Do you like that? Not like it? Do you understand it? Do you care? What? It seems mature. I, I, he's got enough on it. He's got enough on his shoulders. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get in a fight at this point right you now. You can't abandon your teammates, man. Yeah, but look at look at how much pressure he's got on him. He doesn't need any more press around him. Well, I mean, I don't feel sorry for him because the reason he has all this pressure on him is kind of like self inflicted. You know what I mean? Because he's six foot six. <laughs> no, because his his dad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. I, I think it's his, uh, It's so much to put up. I mean, anytime he doesn't get a triple-double, oh, my gosh, Lonzo Ball, he played. He's the worst. His, I mean, there's so many things about him, though. Yeah. His shot. I agree with you, Gil. That's he's too atrocious. Much. He, he's a good player, though. He's going to be a, a really good pro. I'm just saying For I don't care while. about this pressure. You don't walk away from your teammates for the purpose of – uh, trying to keep the pressure off of you, yeah. right? Because the pressure is self-inflicted. It got it brought in from your own house. You came out your house with that pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't feel sorry for the pressure. I just don't think you abandon your team. You don't have to do anything. Just stand there and, like, point. You know what I mean? It don't yeah, matter. Yeah, that, that was kind of – that feels selfish. Like, he yeah. – I mean, like, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah. Just, right. just do like Steven Jackson did during that melee 12 years ago. Just kind of get your jab in and then run away. <laughs> Don't ever do what Steven Jackson did. Any, if you're talking about any type of a violent act or being physical, yeah. let's not uh, – I wouldn't take notes off what Steven Jackson did. You know, His decision-making is not of the highest no. caliber. <laughs> good player, though. Yeah. Very good, good player. player. Absolutely. Got him a ring. He did. Um, what about LeVar Ball? We talking about the Trump thing? The Trump thing, and I—I'd like to say the coaching thing. Yeah, talking about Walton and them, yeah. calling them soft. Is that what you're gonna say? Yep. I didn't yep. mean to cut you off. No, because he called the Lakers they're like y'all are soft. Y'all don't know how to handle my boy. Y'all can't coach my boy. Uh, I'm a coach. I, you know, I can coach. I'm the only one that can coach him. Yeah, this is the same guy that said he could beat Michael Jordan one on one. Meanwhile, he had an average of two point two points in his whole career in college. I mean. He also said that Lonzo's shoe weighed zero point zero two. I don't even think he gave like a designation of the weight, which is zero point zero two. So basically, his shoe is made out of oxygen. Got it. They look better now. They don't look as much like um, orthopedic old men's <laughs> shoes like they did the first run. Yeah. They they still look better than Steph Curry's shoe, the Chef Curry or whatever. Oh my god! I'm, the dad shoe. As much as you hate it, though, I mean, he's completely changed like the way you can look at basketball. I mean, guy comes in with the, he's, I don't need your deals. I'll get my own deal. Say what you want about Levar Ball, though. He's put his sons in a pretty good position to succeed. Well, I just thank God that they're good. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I think he, I think you have to give him some of the credit for that. Well, and then also, I think. I mean, this kid just got in trouble in China, that whole thing. But other than that, I feel like he's raised some pretty decent dudes. I mean, especially Lonzo. Lonzo seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. How good a father he is, I don't know. His kids are doing all right. They got money, right? But uh, right. I just know he's obnoxious and annoying. Yeah. And once again, I don't care about whatever pressure his kids have because he put it on them himself. He did. Before I, they left the house. The pressure is being the lane. starting point guard for the L.A. Lakers. That's, tough yeah, yeah. that's the pressure. I, that's you know, tough like, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting in the LeVar Ball chair, chair right now, Gil. Hey, Gil, stay in your own lane, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't give me – no, I'm just playing. Magic Johnson put pressure on him, too. He said that he was going to be better than him one day. He's Magic Johnson. Right. Magic Johnson is the top three greatest player of all time. There is no way he'll even come close. He's a great player. We know how good Magic Johnson was, right? Right. But yeah. we also know how kind of horrible he is. Like, say there's a microphone. It's not exactly what he does with the basketball on the court. It's not his cup of tea. You know, yeah. He's yeah. the worst ESPN analyst of all yeah. time. Absolutely. Of as, all time. As the clock goes down, there's less time in the game to play. <laughs> what they got to do is score more points than the other team in the second half. Oh, by the way. Uh, got to get them back in the yeah. <laughs> a, a, a little known fact about uh, LeVar Ball, by the way. He sits on the side of the road and smiles so he can slow down traffic. <laughs> Have you seen his teeth? They're so yellow. Oh. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> they are so freaking yellow. I didn't realize that was a joke. For a second there, I really you thought edit that shit out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, was, I was late with that one. Hey, hey, better than my booty eating like groceries joke I said on your show, Gil. <laughs> I don't. Like I do not want to hear it. No. I have to know. Text him. Don't say. It. <laughs> by the by the way, real quick, you know, a lighthearted. Uh, you, you you I know you did because I talked to you about it on your radio show. But did you hear? You heard about what the announcer for the uh, Celtics said, right? About no. All right. What did he say? But what's the, what was that young white guy's name? The one with the big physique, right? Accuser already started to sweat because he knows what I'm saying. Only no, no. Anyway, I forget what his name was. But anyway, he said, "I saw this young man in the shower." And he looked like all of Australia. He is really put together. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. I think I found it. You mean to plug it? Yeah, please, yeah, please, 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 please. Yeah, please. A little lighthearted note. A little lighthearted. Let me see if I can find the link. It, it, it. it was the funniest Yeah, thing. he says, I saw New Center showering. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, it, it was the funniest thing. Like it was, and you, you see his announcers like, "Oh my god, why did you just say that?" Yeah, I took a look at Baines in the shower. I, I, he looks like all of Australia. <laughs> he is really put together. Look at this. Look at. This. Damn. <laughs> That's brutal. That's weird. Hey, hey, look, I brought some comic relief to the show tonight. I show definitely brought something. <laughs> Are we better or worse for listening? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really put together after hearing that. <laughs> Either one of you guys still watch wrestling? Yes. But I, I, I try. I'm I busy. I watched Survivor Series. Dude. Yeah, it was awesome. It was. I AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar, man. Yes. Man, look, like, people thought it was going to be a bad matchup because of the size difference. I'm like, no. AJ Styles don't have bad matches, dude. No, he doesn't. Neither does Brock. Brock, well, at least like, when he had the one with Goldberg, but that was more Goldberg than Brock. Uh, I mean, it's just Brock is what he is. Right? Yeah. But it was real good. I think moving forward, because now you could put, like, now it makes sense, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. Before that, you couldn't do that because it's like all oh, the size differential. But AJ makes it work. You know what I mean? And Brock's willing to work. He, he don't have any competition. Yeah, man. Right? So, uh, but I thought I thought Survivor Series was really good, man. I thought so, too. I, I really enjoyed it, especially – and I thought the the females' elimination match was actually better than I thought it would be. I mean, uh, all the matches were good. Abs- absolutely. All the matches were good. The Usos and uh, – That was probably maybe the that, worst. Yeah, and that was a good match. Yeah, exactly. But when you go New Day and The Shield, that was a great match. Oh, absolutely. The Men's Survivor Series match was a great match. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles was a great match. Miz and Corbin were good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Miz drops the belt last night. I knew that was going to happen. You know? Yeah. Dropped the Intercontinental title to Roman Reigns. It was it was a pretty good pay-per-view, man. I, I, the only thing is that was the – like I hadn't been able to watch Monday Night Raw like I, I hardcore like I used to. And Tuesday nights are almost impossible to watch SmackDown for me right now. I love Sasha Banks. I love Sasha Banks Don't as well. You talk about Sasha Banks. Look, yeah, I'll take Nikki Bella. I'll take Nikki Bella. I'm gonna tell you like uh, this: you'd rather deal with John Cena than me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, You're you, supposed to agree, man. You might eat me. <laughs> Stand up for yourself. Like groceries. <laughs> <laughs> like this W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, look. Look, I ain't gonna take Sasha Banks from you because you gonna pull, you gonna snatch her wig off. She's gonna come back to me for comfort. She does not have a wig. wig. Don't you say that. That is Ooh, a wig. That's not a wig. That man. is a wig. I'm telling you, that hair is not that beautiful naturally. I got news for you. You're suspended from my show till January. <laughs> That's when your next show is probably gonna be. Thank you. I got somewhat of a wrestling thing I would like to say. Yeah, I'm listening. I watched the Ric Flair 30 for 30. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Do yourself a favor and watch that. I've, I've watched it three times already. Oh, yeah. It's I fa- haven't seen it. It's fantastic. And it's I, great. And, 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 you know, there's no – I mean, we know – you, especially you and I know the history of wrestling a lot. But the, the cool was how they incorporated the animation with his stories. And when he – my favorite part – there was two of my favorite parts was, number one, when he was telling the story to the uh, 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 psychiatrist. He was starting mm-hmm. to talk to him about his uh, drinking habit. He goes – how many times a day do you masturbate? Uh, maybe twice, depending on what day it is. And then he goes, how many times, how much, how many, how much do you drink? And he says, uh, about 10 beers and seven vodka martinis. How often do you do that? Once a, oh, uh, every day. And he goes, how long have you been doing it for? Oh, uh, let's see. I started in 72. Now it's 89. 
So wait a second, about almost 20 years. He's like, you mean to tell me you drink that much and you're still alive? That's not possible. He said, by the time he was done with them, that's, he said, I had that son of a bitch in the chair while I was doing the talking. Yeah, he was laying down. <laughs> I liked, personally, I liked uh, stripping down the Ric Flair enamel and like really getting a look at like the real person yeah, inside of there. Absolutely. I think they did a good job of getting to that because I don't think he exposes himself like that did a lot. Did you know that uh, his agent hit him for all that 30 for 30 money? No, oh, yeah? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Sucks. How much money is it? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's probably a lot because I mean, you know, I mean, every thirty for thirty does very fantastically well, and then Rick's not as rich as you think he is. You know, yeah. Every, he he uh, lived it. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. He I, didn't I, take it with him. I heard like Lex Luger tell a story. I remember Lex Luger. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love. You Lex thought he was better than GDP. Yeah, man. Podcasts, way better. Do not understand that at all. Way better. But uh, he told a story. He said, you know, Lex Luger used to be in Four Horsemen. So yeah. he was like, we'd be in the Horseman, man. They, we'd get these five, $600 hotel rooms, right? And we wouldn't even stay in them. We'd go out partying. And he's like, Rick, why are we doing this? He's like, because you got to keep up the image, man. Even if we don't sleep, they got to think that we're staying in these luxurious yeah, you know, right. hotel rooms, you know? And I just spoke to what he did. You know what I mean? It was all or nothing. Well, went all out. That's why he don't have any damn money. Well, you know, he never he never paid his taxes. You know, he, he never took care of Uncle Sam. You know, it's not like us. Who, when we get a job, our taxes automatically come out. You know, that's a profession you have to be able to put aside for Uncle Sam. Lex Luger's not better than DDP, dude. No. Way better. Way more not impactful. Better. No, maybe. No way. No. So much for so long. He had to okay. have he had to have somebody make A champion in both promotions. No, he wouldn't. He wasn't a WWE champion? Mm-mm. What? Nope. You sure? Yep. I when thought he. I thought he when won he, when he beat Yokozuna. He, nope. He didn't beat him for the belt because he showed up and slammed him. Yokozuna lost the belt to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he did. He sure did. Hmm. And, uh, and Bret Hart. Yeah, sure did. Lex Luger was never a champion. I never thought about it. I mean, I know. Well, I mean, let's like, come back to reality. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I just I never was a Lex Luger fan. I used to like him. Did you? He's just not better than DDP. No, no. I think DDP is a good performer. But I don't know if he did as much. DDP. That's why I would rate Lex Luger higher. Well, DDP. Did more for a longer time. Well, DDP. He's a Curtis Martin. You know what I'm saying? DDP started when he was 33, and he didn't win the belt till he was 44 or something like that. I love DDP. Four-time heavyweight champion. Yeah. Okay. Underdog. Yeah. The diamond cutter. Yeah. The feel the bang. All that. He was the first guy to touch the NWO. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. I, I agree. And I that was by, obviously, choice by Hall and Nash. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was the first guy to touch the NWO. Yeah. Oh, he was, he was fantastic, man. He stole the diamond cutter from Randy Orton, though. Hey, oh, my gosh. Let's wrap this <laughs> bad boy up. Y'all got anything else? Man. I, I don't want to hear from you. You got bad jokes, and you're making fun of diamond you ain't got nothing, man. Get off your phone. Thirty for thirty. You're Watch suspended it. till January. All right. Unless I need, I need, a, I need somebody to come on. <laughs> I'm suspended to February. Yeah, you're never suspended. All right, man. It's been a lot of fun. Appreciate you guys taking time to come Absolute, on the podcast. Absolutely. Gil, appreciate you on the ones and twos over there. Always a lot of fun. Uh, Zaya, appreciate you being quiet over there. She's still here. Yeah, she got headphones I, on. I, I she forgot you. Coolest there. pants in the place. Uh, subscribe to OAM. Uh, all the podcasts on there. A lot of good ones. Specifically mine, right? Stitcher. Yeah, I'm the only uh, podcast, sports podcast to win an award in Memphis history. That's never going to change, right? Oh. Never going to change. Never going to change. Never going to change. Always been a whole lot of fun. Shout out to everybody. Uh, Power to the podcast. God is good. Beast out. Peace. Yes, sir. The preceding is an Elm production. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.